She's run this watering hole for a thousand years. Moz is a bit of an acquired taste, so let me do the talking, and whatever you do, don't stare. At what? Any of it. Welcome, everyone, from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode number 378, Top 5 Sequel Trilogy Tracks. Jason Hunt, and with me, the fin to my poe, we've got Carl Claire. <laughs> hey buddy, how you doing? Doing great, how are you? I am doing well. I'm always doing great when I know I'm about to talk nothing but Star Wars music. So I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is this was a honestly this was a really fun episode to prep for, but also kind of tough. Agreed. Yeah, it was it was really hard, um, but like the good kind of hard, you know. Like I like to challenge myself with something like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and honestly, to be perfectly honest. Um, it, it was harder for me because these are the three, you know, soundtracks that I am the least familiar with. I spent a lot of time in the Mandalorian soundtracks. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and so my my knowledge of the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack is not great <laughs> at this point. Um, but I re-listened to all the soundtracks the last couple of days prepping for this episode, and there's some really good stuff in there. There, yeah, there really is. Spoiler yeah. alert! Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff in the sequel, the sequel trilogy um, scores. Um, but yeah, right. I'm I'm kind of with you there, Jason. Like it, they're not the scores that I know the best. And to for the a, a big portion of that is just the reality that I've lived with the originals and the prequel era tracks for a lot longer. So, right. um, yeah, but no, there's some. There's just some beautifully rich. Uh, pieces of music here in in the sequel trilogy. Of course there is. It's John Williams for Pete's sake. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of great stuff in here. So I'm excited to, to dive into that. Um, but before we do, we have uh, a matchup that kind of correlated with last week's episode where we put uh, Darth Vader against Kylo Ren, which I knew was going to be a tricky matchup insofar as it being one-sided. And I think that's kind of how it shook out. But what did the Larians have to say about this particular showdown? It 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 was quite one sided um, <laughs> in the final tally. Um, well, we've got the Larian breakdown is eighty two for Vader and twenty one for Kylo Ren. Um, yeah, that was that was quite a shellacking 
that uh, Lord Vader gave his grandson. Um, but I'm very curious, Carl, where do you fall on I'm, this? You know, I've built a scenario out of it. So okay. um, I will say – let me preface really quick with my most unpopular Star Wars opinion. Um, oh. my, my, my friend Mike is always always tells me, Carl, you're a fool basically for this. But and, and it has to do with these two characters. I so prefer Kylo Ren's mask to Darth Vader's. And I know that it's a wildly unpopular Star Wars opinion, but I don't care. I love Kylo Ren's helmet so much more than Darth Vader's. Not that I don't like Darth Vader's. I just prefer Kylo Ren's. I'm not much of a helmet person, so I'm kind of there with you. Yeah, it's so cool. It's basically like a dark version of Plo Koon, too. Kind um, of, a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, so that being said, um, my initial thought was actually Kylo Ren takes this because I think he's just more powerful. But Darth Vader, I mean, he's Darth Vader. So I'm going to play this out like a, a famous uh, um, Legends story arc that we kind of talked about last week, which mm. is I feel that Kylo Ren would actually get the best of Vader in the duel, but much like that Legends comic where Vader has to take out Maul, he does something similar. He stabs himself to kill Kylo, right? Like Kylo's kind of on his back, so Vader impales himself to kill Kylo, but walks away with an inch of his life. So I give it to Vader just because he hates himself just a little bit more than Kylo hates himself. <laughs> um, and that self-hatred of Vader's makes him able to just barely best Kylo. I think Kylo's actually the better fighter, but I give it to Vader because of self-hatred. So I am honestly right there with you. I do think that Kylo is the better swordsman. Um, yeah. I, and is possibly even more powerful with the force or at least uh has a, a greater affinity for some pretty fantastic force powers like you know being able to stop a laser bolt in midair yeah. you know kind of thing um so i i do think he's more powerful and more energetic and and more and quicker definitely than vader is and i think that would give him the upper hand but Vader has no concerns about his own self-preservation, which will ultimately give him the victory yeah. because whether the scenario plays out like you said it or if Kylo like stabs him in the chest and Vader just pulls himself down the saber to clench onto Kylo's throat and snap his neck while they both die, you know, I think Vader going to Vader's going to be the one that that walks away at the end battered, bruised and needing to be repaired, but I do think Vader's got it in the end uh because like I said, there's no sense of self-preservation with him and that will be what gives him the edge ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. I mean, we're still uh, in the minority, but well, I guess we—I guess we do technically pick Vader here too, but technically, we're, <laughs> yeah. technically we pick Vader. Yeah, uh, scenario plays out <laughs> a lot differently than I think a lot of people were saying on our social media. So um, that gives us a final of eighty-four for Vader and twenty-one for Kylo. Um, thank you so much to everyone who weighed in, um, both on Facebook and Twitter, for this. So we really do appreciate that. Um, we've got a fun poll for you at the end of this episode that uh, probably has something to do with our topic, but <laughs> want to yeah. stay tuned to the end to f be sure. Yes. Um, 
So, and and right before we dive into the the topic at large here with our, our sequel trilogy tracks, um, this is kind of meant to be a preview of what's to come in the coming weeks. So, the month of May, right? May is a big Star Wars month. May the Fourth be with you kicks the mar- the month off. We've got 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back coming up in the month of May. Um, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, but obviously, we have to experience all this greatness in the midst of the coronavirus isolation. So we want to make this as fun of a month as possible, both for ourselves and hopefully for you. Um, we both love talking Star Wars music. Um, it's just yes. – it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, you know, I, I I wish I was David W. Well, I don't – I never wish to be somebody else. I wish I had David W. Collins' knowledge. Um, you know, he – in in. I always try to channel him as I as I do prep for these types of episodes. I'm literally wearing a soundtrack show T-shirt right now. My my uh, the melody is the hero's journey T-shirt off of T Public. It's it's a phenomenal shirt, um, and uh, <clears throat> you know I'm super excited to talk about sequel trilogy tracks. But the month of May is going to be an entire month of just talking Star Wars music. Um, yeah. And what that basically is going to look like is for the first time ever. We are going to do a top 20 episode, which basically will take an entire month to do. So five tracks a month or excuse me, five tracks a week where we're just going to look at our favorite pieces of music from all of Star Wars music. We're talking the movies, the TV shows, um, video games, video games, shadows of the empire, you name it. Anything that's been produced as a Star Wars piece of music, um, my my thought is by Lucasfilm. I'm I'm not thinking like parody songs, um, but uh, all of that types of Star Wars music that has kind of been used to tell a story in the Star Wars universe. That's all fair game. So that is what we are going to be doing in the month of May. It's going to be an entire month of just loving on Star Wars music. Um, yeah. I would love to have David W. Collins join us at some point in the month. So uh, I'm going to be starting a Twitter campaign to try to get him to join us. Um, hopefully not in an annoying way. But if you want to retweet anything we do, that'd be great. Um, I'd, I I would just be honored to have him. He is by far my favorite person to listen to in, in the Star Wars world. Um, and uh, And I think that being said... Whenever I put together music, I what David W. Collins has taught me just by listening to his soundtrack show, or even back when he did Star Wars Oxygen, um, he he's really taught me to think about how the music tells the story of Star Wars. Right. right. So I I don't have that technical musical knowledge that he has, um, but he's really helped me to understand how the music tells the story, and and I think that that's such a gift that he's given to all of us Star Wars fans. Um, so. Uh, if you see us tweet to David W. Collins and, and you want to retweet it, that'd be great. I'd, I'd just love to have him on the show. Um, and the, the final thing you would like might want to know is we're going to do another tournament, another bracketed tournament similar to what we did in you know March for our character matchup with This Is Madness. But we're going to do a This Is Madness with nothing but Star Wars themes where we're going to we have a big list of all the Star Wars themes like main themes. We're not talking like every single track, but the main themes that have been in all the Star Wars movies and TV shows. And we're going to put that together as a bracket. And and simply you just vote on your favorite ones each day for the month of May. So um, and we'll finally at the at the end of the month determine what is everyone's collective favorite Star Wars theme song. Um, So hopefully you'll get on board with with playing along with that as well. I'm super stoked to be to be doing this. 
Yeah, no, I'm very excited. Uh, Music May is coming to the Wampa's Lair, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm very, very, very excited. So (laughs) we've also got something coming up for you at the very end of April, too, um, that I think uh, we should probably let you guys know about because uh, we require your assistance to do it. Uh, Next week, we're going to have a a regularly scheduled Wampa's Lair episode, Um, but the following week, the last week of April, we're going to have uh, a Get to Know the Wampus Lair episode, a Q&A, where you can send in questions uh, to us, your hosts, uh, where you can ask us anything about Star Wars or ourselves, you know, just a sort of a way to get to know us. You know, we've been doing this podcast for, gosh, over eight and a half years at this point, or about eight and a half years at this point, and it's nuts to think about that, but we have new listeners all the time, and we're not necessarily shy with you know our, our personal lives on here, but we don't talk about it that much <laughs> either. So uh, if you're if you want to just you know have any questions about things you know about us, things we like outside of Star Wars uh, or anything specifically Star Wars related, feel free to send those in, and we'll we'll set something up for you to uh, to send those all into and. And stuff, but just start thinking and be prepping because we're going to need your help for that episode, and we're very excited to do that. So, yes, can't wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, we we we've talked a lot about non-topic things, so I think we should dive into our topic here, um, where we're going to look at our our top five tracks from the sequel trilogy, and I'm sure some of these these particular items might reappear in the month of May. Um, but, uh, as always, we've got some honorable mentions. Um, so last time we did a top five, Jason, you kicked it off. So if you don't mind, I'm going to kick this one off. But of course, sir. <laughs> um, so I am going to start with some into the lake on Nebu. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to start with a track that I'm fairly certain will be on your list. Um, okay. but this is, this is just an honorable mention for me. And I shouldn't say just not, not to imply that it's not, not great. But uh, my, my first honorable mention is March of the Resistance. Um, yeah, so be prepared for music to be playing in the background of this episode of The Wampusler. Um But yeah, you <laughs> it know, would be a music episode if we didn't. Right. Um, but yeah, the March of the Resistance, um, it's, it's just such a phenomenal track. Um, it's, it gets me so pumped up every time I hear it. Um, right. It's obviously we get its concert suite in the Force Awakens score, and, and that's the one I'm kind of particularly referring to here. But it, it bounces up a lot in the, the sequel trilogy. And the first time we really hear it on screen is in the Force Awakens when those X-Wings are flying over the, the lake on Takadana. I mean, it's it's an awesome, awesome moment. Great piece of music that just pumps you up. And the thing that I particularly love about this track is that it there's there's this feeling of determination that to me kind of defines the march of the resistance they're they're so determined in this fight that and and it makes you think that if you fight hard enough you can win right um and that's what this it's it's different from like the rebel alliance theme or something which is just kind of nothing but hopeful and fun this one is i don't know it's just a little bit harder it's a little bit tougher um and you know that's why i kind of the word that i just think of every time i hear this song is is determination they're so determined to win they're going to put in everything they've got and because of that they will win so um that's my first honorable mention is is the march of the resistance 
I love that you mentioned it, but I'm not going to talk about it now. I figured so. you wouldn't. <laughs> so yeah. what is your first honorable mention? My first honorable mention is uh, a track that I honestly thought was going to be higher on my list. Um, and it's going to be the Holdo Maneuver. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I like the Holdo That's a. Uh, it's from the uh, New Alliance Holdo's Resolve track about 14 and a half minutes in. Um, <laughs> Carl, that's that's for Carl. Uh, he's the music master here. 14 and, so, 14 and a half minutes? Yeah, uh, from the full soundtrack. It's called A New Alliance? Uh, yeah, New Alliance slash Holdo's Resolve. Oh, you're talking about that one that somebody sent us. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it's not on the main. It's not on the main one. No, it's um, not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Kind of why I put it. I know. I As wanted to, I wanted to, um, what's the name of the track again? I'm sorry. Uh, a new Alliance slash Holdo's resolve. Okay. So, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I, keep going. <laughs> I thought this piece would be higher on my list. Cause I really like this moment and it's, it's a great climactic moment in the movie between what's happening with Holdo and the resistance and Ray and Kylo on the, uh, supremacy and everything like that uh, the music just drives everything home to that final point before the collision happens uh, and, I, and I just love it the, everything, the visuals, the music the, the tension just builds that crescendo moment and it's just beautiful and amazing and powerful and That's so, so good. good. It's so it's freaking so good. so freaking good. <laughs> but that's honestly, you know, I don't have any much more else to say about it other than it's so freaking good and I love it. And honestly, <laughs> I was surprised that it wasn't higher on my list, but it got bumped down by a few things. So which we'll talk about later. Yeah. No, I, the only reason I didn't put that on my list is because it, it's not on the like – kind of like the home release version of that, that score. Okay. So we were fortunate enough. Um, I believe his name is Patrick um, sent us an email a while back where he sent us kind of the, this extended cut of the um, last Jedi score, which is awesome because we have almost all of the music now. Um, and again, this is one thing I really, that really stinks, right? Like we got this with the original trilogy, special edition releases where we got all the music. We also got that ultimate edition Phantom Menace score back in, I think like 2001 where we got all the Phantom Menace music yeah. They've never done that for episodes two and three, or obviously the sequel trilogy. We were fortunate enough that somebody sent us the full scores to both episodes two and three and last Jedi. Um, I, I don't know how they put it all together, but they obviously put a lot of work into it. And again, I believe his name is Patrick. So if you're listening, thank you, Patrick. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm so lucky to have those. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I still wish that we would get full releases of all the scores. But that's the only reason this didn't make my list. It would definitely have been on my list as well because I love that that piece of music. Now, to be fair, it is technically on the Last Jedi score. It does show up like that 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 crescendo moment from Haldo's resolve. It does show up at the very end of the credits 
piece of yeah. music from Last Jedi. So it is in there. Um, so so we all do have access to it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just so good. Holdo's theme is phenomenal. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm glad you have that on there. Well, thank you. Thank you. So now what about you? What's your uh, your other honorable mention, sir? Uh, my other honorable mention comes from The Last Jedi and it's called The Rebellion is Reborn. Um, it, it's so fun. I, I, I've been listening to the vinyl soundtracks a lot lately. Just, I love listening to like vinyl records. I just, it's kind of neat. Cause like you have to sit down and actually listen to the whole thing. You can't just skip around like you can with like Spotify. Um, and I, ever since I've done that with specifically the last shot, I've listened to the last Jedi vinyl a lot. It's music is actually quite beautiful. And this particular piece of music is, is an example of that. So The Rebellion is Reborn is a concert arrangement on the The Last Jedi soundtrack. Um, and the thing I appreciate so much about this particular track is it kind of starts with that that theme for Rose. And I love Rose's theme. It, it really captures that sense of innocence that we kind of felt in The Phantom Menace. Um, Rose kind of encapsulates that in her character. And then boom, here we go. We're switching over to the Luke Island theme from Last Jedi. Um so again, this is the, the beauty of a, of a concert suite. So, and then back into Rose's theme. So, but, uh, you know, we, we get Rose's theme, which is kind of this, this theme of hopeful innocence. And then Luke's, Luke's kind of island theme here, which is one of stubbornness. Um, and I'm going to get more into that a little bit later. Um, and, uh, you know, so we get it just yeah, I love this track so much because we've get we get that beautiful new theme for Rose and then this island theme kind of plays out a lot. Um and then and then it kind of comes to the end with this. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Yeah, so it kind of goes back into this island theme as Ray is training on Octo. And alright, another great crescendo moment. So the kind of like my overall interpretation of this track is it starts with this this new theme of, of innocence and hopefulness with Rose's theme. Then we settle in for a while into the this new theme for Luke on the island. And I love this theme, but it's it's a very stubborn theme. Um, but it ends with kind of this earnest statement of of Ray taking over the hero's mantle. Right. So Luke's stubbornness. Ray's going to take over then since Luke refuses Ray will be our new hero. Um, and I, I just, I love that so much. So it starts from like this really good place to this stubborn place to this. We've got a new hero <laughs> and her name's Ray and she's great. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my second honorable mention is the rebellion is reborn. That's awesome. Uh, I'm actually serving thoughts. <laughs> yes. I know from a message you sent me earlier. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I really like this one too. Um, so I, but yeah, I, like I said, I'm going to re- reserve my, my thoughts on this one. So, um, so what's your, my yeah, yeah. other mention though, uh, is going to be from the rise of Skywalker. Um, and this is going to be the track. The force is with you. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, it's a very good one. And of course it starts, um, as Ray is beaten back and knocked down, and 
Palpatine is just, you know, glorying in his victory, and she reaches out beyond the battle and into the stars to try and connect with the Jedi, and it's so beautiful. Um, and then it, it builds as her her theme comes in, and then she takes the the, the the Force theme, and it gives her the strength to stand up and, you know, confront the Emperor, and his theme builds up into that as well, and then there's just climactic moment between all of this and it's it sort of uh, you know way out after that but I just the whole track is just really beautiful killer and it really kind of high smoke so I I I don't have much more to say um, but yeah I just I love I love this mu- this music here from this track, and it's it's absolutely terrific. Um, and yeah. it's also, you know, it doesn't hurt. This is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. So you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we, I sometimes we 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 find those things overlapping just a little bit. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah that's I, my second role mention. I mean, to be fair, it's probably one of your favorite moments in the movie because of the music. You know, I'm sure that helps aid that 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 experience of that moment so much. Um, it it definitely you know it definitely doesn't hurt. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, this this piece is not on my list. Um, but it would definitely be it'd be close. Um, it's it's very close at this point. Yeah, it's it's great. I love that piece of music for all the things you said. You know, it, it is her reaching out. Um, I particularly love it. it you know, is 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 she kind of connects and um. We get right like her theme just played on a single piano, oh, so good. Um, as she finally hears the the Jedi who've come before, you know it's oh, it's so good. Bring back the balance ray as I did. Oh, Hayden, <laughs> you're so good at acting. Um, yeah, I uh, I love that piece of music. It's it's I don't know, man. It's just transcendent. It's great. It, that's a good word. That's a very good word for it. Yeah. Send in. I like it. All right. Well, I believe we are moving into uh, our numbers now. Number five. We are. Carl yes. Uh, my number five. Again, I believe this will appear on your list as well, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken. Um, but I'm going back to The Last Jedi again, to the track of The Spark. Um, so uh, I, I really enjoy this piece of music. I love this kind of the way it begins. It's kind of this ominous, mysterious sound as Luke shows up because in a way he's kind of this ghost like figure as he force projects himself to crate. Right. There's this ominous feeling as he shows up. Like, who is this? Is it right? Like he, he's even the way Ryan shoots the scene is beautiful. Like he's backlit. It's like, who the heck is this? And then you finally see his face as he pulls that hood off. And, and kind of reveals himself. And then it goes into one of my, you know, like my, my favorite themes in all of Star Wars, which is the Luke and Leia theme. And this, this music is so perfect here because Leia, of all people, Leia is feeling hopeless, right? We've never, ever seen Leia without hope. And Luke comes and reminds her to have hope in her family. That Kylo is not the winner here. Ben is still in there. She should believe in it. And he's there to say sorry. 
to confess his sins, to admit that he failed to her. And she forgives him, right? Like it's this beautiful moment of a family coming together. Um, right. And, and we even get this, I think I missed it. Yeah. Right here. We get the Han and Leia theme that comes in as he delivers the dice to her. Right. So again, it's, it's all about family. This is that moment that reconnects us to that family. And Luke is there to remind her of what this family accomplished in our previous story. When Han, Luke and Leia worked together, nothing was impossible. Therefore, if they all work together, Ben will come back. Here, yeah, here it is. Sorry. This is the Han and Leia theme right coming in as he hands off those dice. And then Luke walks out there. And now I granted I, I made this point with the March of the Resistance about being a theme of determination. But holy force. Listen to this, right? Like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's going to get real as Luke, you know, goes out there to face down the whole First Order. And, you know, I'll I'll. I'll I'll leave the fullness of that to a little bit later because I know it's going to be on your list. Um, but <laughs> right, correct, that, that track as it just plays out, it's just badass, you know, and, and Luke walks out there with this sense of determination as he faces down the whole First Order, right? And, and this is that moment that every single one of us, every single Star Wars fan in that moment, that music lifted us to be like, yes, we're going to get the Luke Skywalker we've wanted since the sequel trilogy was announced. And the thing is, Jason, this is what's kind of the beauty of what Ryan Johnson did there is he gave us the fullness of who Luke Skywalker was at the end of Return of the Jedi. And it's not the Luke Skywalker we thought we wanted, but it's the Luke Skywalker that is, a.k.a. he ain't there to do violence. <laughs> like, and it's so good. And that's what makes him so awesome in that moment is he goes yeah. out there as a full on Jedi master. So I love that piece of music, the spark. That's my number five. Oh, it's so, so good. And sooner or later, I'm going to have to start talking about some of these tracks, but <laughs> it's not this moment. Yes. So. <laughs> so so that being said, then, what is your number five? My number five, we're going to skip right back to uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Next, we're going to skip all the way to the end of The Rise of Skywalker with A New Home. It's so good. This This music as Ray returns to Tatooine to pay respect and homage to Luke and Leia uh, at the old Lars homestead. Uh, and, and honestly, in my opinion, I believe that I think that this track should have been attached to, to the finale because they split it bet right before the force theme comes in at the end. Mm hmm. And I don't like that. I want that to be connected. I want that to be connected. So I kind of include the force theme part of this right before it swells into the credits um, in this. But uh, it's just so beautiful. It's It's got a, a sense of uh, of whimsy and mystery and ceremony to it that is just, you know, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and I love the harps. Uh, going on in this track and you, you guys know me i most of my favorite tracks are are very high energy action pieces of music but this piece just stuck in the back of my brain and it is absolutely one of the most gorgeous things i've heard since um guardians of the wills so mm, yeah <laughs> yeah 
So I, I love this piece of music. And that's that's why it's my number five. And it's such a a beautiful note to end things on mm. for the saga as a whole. Yeah. So, so it's a very reverent, mysterious, sort of mystical, wonder, wondrous, uh, magical little piece of music that, of course, goes right into the most famous theme in all of Star Wars, the Force theme. So. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's my number four. <laughs> so it's nice. perfect. <laughs> very, very perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I, surprised it's not a little higher on my list. And with time, it very well may climb to like a number three or two spot easily because I love it so much for a lot of the things you just said, Jason. Um, but the thing I want to point out is, is it's, it's kind of a really new sound for John Williams kind of in a similar way to the last piece from Last Jedi is, um, but this is kind of a new hero's theme. And that's the freaking point, man. It, this is, Ray is a totally new kind of hero. And that's what's so beautiful about this. Just like this is a new sound in our ears, this is a new hero in front of our eyes. Um, and and I, I love this piece of music so much. Um, and it honestly reminds me a lot of the Jedi steps from the end of force awakens. It kind of yeah. brings that track home somehow. And I wish I knew the technical reason for why that might be the case. But again, I'm not David W. Collins, sadly. Um, and I, I really want to hear him break down this particular piece of music. Um, but it, it just feels very connected to Jedi steps, but Jedi steps was her starting her journey, but this is her bringing it home. Right. Yeah. Um, she brings it all home. And the way that, again, it, it's a very short track. I mean, the, the whole track is only, you know, it, not even two minutes, it's a minute 47. It's a very short piece of music. Um, but it starts very low, right? It, it starts in this lower registry. And to me, like story wise, it tells us how Ray is coming back to this sacred place in Tatooine, right? Um, it, it's a pilgrimage, really. And that's something we heard, you know, we learned from J.J. Abrams. Like, that's why he put it in there. It's her making a pilgrimage. Um, this is not her going to live on Tatooine alone forever. <laughs> um, you know, mm -hmm. at that point has been made abundantly clear. Um, but, you know, she goes there um, in this pilgrimage. And as the track builds, it gains octaves. As the song progresses, it's it's the again like I could be wrong here because I'm not a musical genius, but I'm pretty sure it's the same notes kind of repeating themselves. But the octaves just keep going up and up, right? It's just it's kind of taking us in this transcendent place. And as it builds, I think that's it, it's mirroring what we see on screen. So as Ray goes there, she's her own hero now. She buries the past and then she rises to be become to, she rises above what she's burying below. And that's what I love about this track is as she sets the past to rest, she puts that down beneath her. She stands up. She becomes something above what came before. And that's exactly what this is, is this is a, a, a theme that goes back down as our new hero settles into her new identity. She's come home. So I think that's the, the, the title of the track, A New Home. It's To me, it's referring to Rey. She's come home to herself. She's fully accepted her identity. And because she's accepted the fullness of her identity and has claimed it for herself, she's home. That's who yeah. the new home is. It's Rey. 
So, yeah, I love this. And then right here as it finishes out, goes back to kind of, it's very reminiscent to those bells and chimes in her actual theme, right? Um, and bells and these bells and stuff, they just, they make you think of something angelic. There is something just truly wonderful about Ray. So, yes, yes. That is my number four, a new, a new home. Awesome. Awesome. It's, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. My number four is one that has been mentioned already. Um, oh, so I'm finally going to start crossing some of these off. <laughs> um, and, and that's going to be the rebellion is reborn. Oh, okay. um, and back into the last Jedi. And to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, for whatever reason, this track skipped my attention until I was re-listening to the soundtracks specifically for this show. And yesterday and today, I was listening to it, and this track just jumped out of my iPod and <laughs> smacked me upside the face and was like, hey, pay attention to me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you're amazing. Um, so, yeah, it, it jumped up from relative obscurity all the way up to number four in my list um, it, it just preparing for this episode. Um, so I don't have a lot of specific thoughts on it yet because it's still very new to my consciousness. <laughs> but it is, you know, very, you know, very much, you know, uh, a very hopeful, uh, driving, uh, determined, you know, concert suite that also includes my favorite motif from musical motif from The Rise of Skywalker that. Um, or not, not the rise of God, sorry, the last Jedi that I don't think was played enough. Um, and that's the, the, uh, Luke on Octo motif, the, which I absolutely love. I think it's one of the, some of the best music in there, but, um, it does swell to a, a, you know, a, a picture of, of hope of rebirth and of determination to move forward. Uh, just with everything in this concert suite and it's absolutely gorgeous and amazing and i need to go back and listen to it some more so i can have more intelligent things to say about it next time <laughs> it's in list you know later on but you know it, it's it's just one of those things where you know you're, you're listening along trying to pay attention and, and do some some take some notes on things and for whatever reason it just flew under the radar up until this time around, and I just it, it just latched its claws into me, and I love it so much. So, yeah, no, I, Jason, I had a very similar experience with this track, which is um, when Force Awakens and Last Jedi the scores came out. Um, you know, I I had them on Spotify because they always come out the same day as they're they're released, and. Initially, neither one of those scores particularly grabbed me as a whole. Again, there were tracks that I enjoyed, but as a whole, I didn't particularly fall in love with them. But then when I bought specifically Last Jedi in vinyl, you know, you can't, like I said, you kind of can't skip around. So as I would sit there and just listen to it, this was a track as well as this isn't on my list, but the, this, the track Fun with Fitted Rose, like these particular tracks, just I kind of started to fall in love with them. And just as a whole, it's like this is actually a phenomenal record. And and I've I've just really come to love the the Last Jedi score. Um, and it was the same thing with Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I love the Rise of Skywalker score actually right from the beginning. So I have it on CD and vinyl, and obviously digitally. Um, and then I finally was like, well, since I've got these two, I should buy the Force Awakens vinyl. And and I've I've listened through it twice now. It's 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 not my favorite of the three, 
Um, in all honesty, of of the three sequel trilogy albums, I have to say Last Jedi is probably my favorite as a grand total. Um, but yeah, no, I, this was one of those tracks too. Like you said, Jason, I just, I never really paid attention to it until I sat down and listened to the score as a whole. Um, and then I was just like, Whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Carl, yeah, put it, this on your it, list. It's <laughs> up on you well, folks. Uh, the rebellion is reborn. Check it out. It's actually really, really, really good. It's a fantastic concert suite. So, um, if you're like us and kind of overlooked it the first time around, I highly recommend you go back and check it out again. Um, it's pretty pretty darn good. So, yeah. Anyway, are we at number three already? We are at number three. Um, so my number three, we're gonna we're gonna stay here in the Last Jedi, and it's the track Octo Island. Um, and again, it's 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 a great track with has which has lots of themes embedded in it, but it starts with the Jedi Steps theme. So, spoiler alert right now, Jedi Steps is not on my list today. Um, but this was a great way to cheat and get it in there. <laughs> so, because um, I wanted it in there in some capacity. Um, but I love the way it shows up here, right? Uh, it, it's obviously picking up right after The Force Awakens. And, you know, the, the Jedi Steps theme is... So, so good. Uh, it's it's this wonderful, I call it a holy piece. Again, it's something somewhat set apart from the rest of the music. Um, and by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm obviously a huge nerd for religious and theology themes. Um, the, the Hebrew word for holy just literally means set apart. So when I say that this is a holy piece, I mean that in a very literal way. It's a piece set apart from the rest of the music. And that's intentional, right? This is a moment where Ray gets to step outside of her everyday experience. She gets to meet Luke Skywalker. She thought he was a myth. Um, right? So there's something holy in this experience as Ray, you know, ascends the top of that mountain as Force Awakens ends. Um, she's come to the end of her initial quest. I love the way this track begins, right? It's like she did it. She got to where she was seeking. And things don't go quite as she expected, right? You know, she gets there. Like, feel that melancholy right here, right? There's like this this melancholy in the track as Luke looks at her, looks at that lightsaber, and tosses it, right? And it's, oh my gosh, this to me is the genius of John Williams working with his director. Ryan Johnson was trying to convey a sense of melancholy. And that's what John Williams gave us. Like, wait a minute. Why is Luke Skywalker doing that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is he doing here? Throwing that lightsaber away. It, right. And now we go right into Ray's theme. This determined statement of Ray's theme as she follows Luke into his little village there. His abandoned village in a way. Right. Yeah. And like, she's not going to just give up here. She follows him in. She's our new hero. Right. So that's that's who this theme is. Um. And, and I think musically here, and this is what I've come to really believe is true for Last Jedi and, and why I think you've had a lot of disgruntled fans with Rise of Skywalker. And, and I don't mean this as a way of, of calling anything out, but just the reality of John Williams even telling us this story. When Luke tosses that lightsaber over his shoulder, what Ray kind of brought to him was the end of her hero's journey. Ryan Johnson was telling us an explicit story that John Williams captured with his music, which is this isn't the hero's journey anymore. It's the heroine's journey. And that's what Ray starts in Last Jedi. 
and sadly doesn't get to fulfill in Rise of Skywalker. Now, that's his topic for another show. This is not me to say Rise of Skywalker is a bad movie. I obviously love it. But even musically here, um, as that melancholy music of John Williams gives way to Ray's theme, it's him telling us, I firmly believe this, musically, that the hero's journey came to an end in Force Awakens. She did what she needed to do for the the hero's journey. She's on a new journey now. It's the heroine's journey. Um, and that's what, that's why we go right back into her theme. And it's, oh, it's so good. John Williams is a freaking genius as is Ryan Johnson. Um, so right. Like we get her theme and then it builds into the theme we've mentioned already a couple of times, which is Luke's Island theme. Um, here. Oh, no, that's back to her theme, but right. Um, where was it? Sorry, I'm I'm totally screwing this up. I should have made timestamps. Raise theme again. But right in the middle of this track, you actually get the force theme. And I'm screwing up trying to find where it is. Um, well, let me go. Here it is, yeah. Right, so we get a statement of the force theme, which is almost immediately in the middle of this particular track for Octo Island. And the reason I love that is because what John Williams is doing in this one track is he's telling us that Ray's journey by right before this, it's a lot of Ray's theme in the middle of that is the force theme. And then we go into Luke's theme for the Island. What is John Williams telling us here? Well, Ray's destiny is linked to Luke's. It's awesome. And then we go into Luke's Island theme, which I kind of implied earlier. It's this theme of stubbornness. (laughs) He doesn't want to do anything. He's out of the fight. Um, and, and that's kind of what this whole track is. So we've got this this new hero coming to the end of their initial journey. It's tossed aside because she needs to be doing something more than that journey. The force binds her to Luke, but Luke is being stubborn. And it's going to close out with Ray's theme because Ray is our hero now. And, and I just love this track so much. So I just did a lot of analysis. I apologize. But that was my number three, Octo Island. Very nice. No, I, I like it. It's a, it's a great track um obviously it's not on my list but um no it's it's a good one and and it's you know our first introduction to that that you know luke island theme which is as i've said is my favorite new musical motif from the last jedi uh which is part part of why i've got the rebellion is reborn on my my list um but um yeah no it's a it's a great little thing um and it really kind of musically sets the the scene for yeah this is new yeah we're we're doing something a little bit different this time around um so yeah it still echoes from previous things but we're going about it differently here yeah yeah so what's your number three my number three um i will say right from the get-go here though that my number two and number three could flip at any given time. Um, however, this is where they're sitting right now. Um, but number two and number three could flip on a dime. Um, they could switch spots easily. And I, I almost switched them while we were, you know, already recording, but I decided against it. Um, my number three is going to be the spark. 
from The Last Jedi. Yeah. I absolutely love this track so much. And, um, you know, you, you already talked about a lot about the, the first part of it where he comes in and is sort of mysterious and a little ominous until it resolves into Luke, you know, bringing hope and and encouragement back to Leia, which is, you know, this is it's such a special moment because she's usually the one doing that for everyone else. And somebody finally is able to do that for her. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful moment. But then, you know, and, and he gives her the, the dice, so to speak, and um, gives a nice little nod to three PO on his way out. <laughs> and then we, then we really get into the, the part of the piece that always makes me stand up and take notice. Um, and that's his, his march out to take on the entire first order army by himself. Like he said, he was, the legend says that he should be able to do, he goes, well, I guess if I'm going to be a legend, I might as well live up to it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this tension and unease and everyone's sort of on edge and it's it's sort of like going uh oh something bad's about to happen but the music is kind of bouncing back and forth like who's really in trouble here you know know, who's really gonna end up on the bad side of this one i don't know um but you know he he goes out and and makes the the stand that a jedi master should um and just Oh, it's so so amazing. This is this was not what I wanted for Luke Skywalker going into this, but it's what I needed, and it is absolutely masterful what happens. And the music just it's like icing on the cake, and icing is my favorite part of the cake. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's so so freaking good. It is my absolute favorite track from. Uh, the last Jedi and it's number three for me right now, but it could be number two tomorrow. So (laughs) I'm just going to leave that out there. Uh, it is so, so good. And it is one of the highlights of the sequel trilogy soundtracks, uh, for me, period. So I love it. Yeah. Obviously I really like it too. I just want to back up what you just said because I love it, that it builds tension. That second part there. That's a great point. Who's really in trouble? That's a great question, Jason. <laughs> in trouble? Is it Luke? Probably not. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, and it just builds the tension up, and you know something's amazing gonna is gonna happen. You're still concerned, you know. For if you've never seen it before, you're still concerned for Luke. Oh God, is he gonna make it out of this? Probably not, but something amazing is going to happen. Um, and how is it all gonna go down? Uh, and Ah, it's it's just absolutely amazing, and the music is so key to that moment. Uh, you can't separate the visuals from the music, in my opinion, in this this moment. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love I yeah, 
It's a great piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so my Not number, set. my number, yeah, my number two is is a piece you've already mentioned, and it it comes from episode nine, and it's the very title track of the film, "The Rise of Skywalker." I love this theme. So, um, you know, Jason, you made the point earlier that folks, if you know, if they if they know you and they listen to the show, they're going to know that you love kind of those excitable pump up songs. Well, I'm kind of the opposite of that. If if you've been listening for a while, you're going to know that I love the like more mellow tracks and the easy listening. You know, I, I like the elevator Star Wars music. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it's the it's the uh, the melodies. Yes, um, I yeah, I love the melodies. Um, I love stuff that's, that gets you out of your running around with a lightsaber in the backyard. Yeah. Weirdly enough, I will run around with a lightsaber to these tracks. I this is what moves me, man. I don't know why, but um, yeah. So, Rise of Skywalker is is my number two track, and I love this piece of music so so much. Um, so I want to start by saying that I only know this because David W. Collins taught me this. Um, but this is what's known as the Dorian mode. I think that's what it's called. If I'm wrong, please, please, please write in and let me know if I'm mistaking this. But it's something mode, and I think it's Dorian mode, which is the exact same type of mode of music as Anakin's theme. So Rise of Skywalker is literally the same type of mode of music as Anakin's theme from Episode 1. I that's believe that's Lydian mode. Lydian mode. Thank you, Jason. Woo! Pre- appreciate you, because I was like, dang it, what kind of mode is it? And I was like, because I know he tweeted about it because somebody asked him but it was a while ago and i was like i'm not going to take the time to look it up so i just typed in something mode in google and i came up with dorian mode i'm like sure that's it (laughs) so (laughs) thank you yes it is lydian mode and again i don't know the again i i can't tell you the the technical musical jargon as to what all that might mean but to me why that matters is because what david w collins uh pointed out for us was that that Lydian mode is also the same type of mode used for Anakin's theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that the Rise of Skywalker theme connects to that. Again, it's not the same, but it's a similar type of music, similar type of piece of music. Um, and Anakin's theme is all about the goodness of the galaxy, right? The innocence of the galaxy before things go bad. So Rise of Skywalker brings that full circle. Um, so that goodness we started with in episode one, we've returned to. But in a new way, it's not the same, right? There's something about the Rise of Skywalker piece that feels more mature. It feels more hardened, like it's been through some stuff, um, and and it, and it brings it brings everything back home. And again, like so, in a lot of funny ways, I can get into things that are higher on my list or easier to break down because I have all these technical reasons. But a song like this is, I just love it because it. It just hits my heart and, yeah. and it makes me feel at home in star Wars. And I think in a way that that's kind of what the piece is about is it's about establishing a new home with these new characters. Um, and unlike Anakin's theme, which ends by descending into Vader's theme, this theme plays out kind of with a lightheartedness. There's this fullness of peace that's returned to the galaxy as this, as this track kind of comes to an end, you know? So as we get to the end here, right, it's just, it's something kind of hopeful and uplifting. Like, yeah, it was hard to get here, but we're okay now. Right. We, we, we got to where we needed to be um, a little, little piece and purpose, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, we've, we've kind of recaptured that, that goodness of the galaxy from the beginning of the saga, but in a less naive, innocent way, 
that Anakin's theme kind of expressed. But this goodness that has been restored to the galaxy has been restored through the love of a found family. And that's what this that's who this theme is about. Whenever we hear this theme playing in the movie, it's being like the first time we hear it in all of its glory. Now, granted, I didn't put this particular track on my list, but if you listen to the track, um, we go together from the rise of Skywalker. It's, it's played. We hear it for the first time in the movie as they all just, you know, they all tell Ray they're going with her to Pisana, right? Um, that's where we first establish the theme. This is the, this theme is about Finn, Poe and Ray. It's about that family. So, and whenever we hear it, it's those points that connect them. So, um, the character who was ripped from his family at the beginning of the saga, we come full circle by showing that this saga comes to its end because of a family that comes together. So I just feel like that's, it's a beautiful way of finishing out this saga. So that's my number two. It's a beautiful piece. It's not on my list. Surprisingly, it was, it was in the running. Um, but you know, a couple other things pushed just pushed it off, but it's a it's a beautiful piece. Um, it's something that sounds like I should know it, but it's really actually quite new. You know, it's a completely new thing, and it's but it, it the feel of it and the the sort of the the sound of it in the back of your head feels very familiar, very 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 familiar, um, and feels like it's something I should know, but it's very but it's completely new, which is a really kind of a nice little. Um, little trick that John Williams pulled on us there, um, but uh, it, it's it's an absolute gorgeous piece of music. Um, it just barely missed my list though. So, but yeah, well, I'm curious it. then. What is your number two? My number two um, is probably your number one. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be Ray's theme. Um, so I I love Ray's theme. I've loved it ever since we first. You know, got into you know the the the, the Force Awakens soundtrack, uh, the opening part with the the bells and the celeste and, and everything, leading into the the theme itself, uh, sort of evolving again towards the, this at the end of it. It's just it's a beautiful piece. It's an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous piece of music that John Williams evidently, you know, it, it, apparently very. It's apparent put a lot of time, love, energy, and and work into this piece of music because it is so so powerful in its simplicity and or not simplicity so powerful in its in its um that it just fits Ray and this trilogy perfectly uh, uh and it it gives a, a very wonderful it, it's easily. Um, manipulated musically for her journey as she, you know, goes through the various different, you know, trials and and difficulties that she has along the way, um, and it's just an absolute wonderfully gorgeous piece of music. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking because I'm sure you've got a lot more to say on it tonight. <laughs> Uh, well, you are right, my friend. It is indeed my number one. Um, yeah, yeah. I Ray's theme is just, it, it's what defines the sequel trilogy because it's her story. Right. Um, and again, if you, if you go back to some, that those old episodes of star Wars oxygen, 
where David Collins breaks down Ray's theme. Um, I could listen to him talk through this theme on repeat because he made me fall in love with it in a way that I already loved it. But then he made me fall in love with it even more. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is her story. Force Awakens is just peppered with this this particular theme, right? Like it, it just shows up all over the place in in uh, episode seven, and then obviously we get it statements of it all throughout the rest of the the, the sequel trilogy. Um, yeah, it's there is just. First off, I got to say, this is John Williams' love letter to Daisy Ridley, specifically. Um, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, I was I was fortunate enough a couple of years ago to go with uh, my buddy Greg to, to hear the Boston Pops do an entire concert dedicated to Star Wars conducted, conducted by John Williams. And this was, uh, I think, a year after Force Awakens had come out. And it was shortly before Last Jedi was going to premiere. And John Williams talked about you know, the main reason he, he signed on to do Last Jedi um, was because he just was so in love with Daisy Ridley and he didn't want anybody else writing music for her. And he was very, very clear about that. And it, I just I cracked up so hard. And, you know, and we've heard to, we've heard him say that several times. Um, but first off, like while this is race theme, it's kind of also a love song from John Williams to Daisy Ridley, which I think is pretty great. <laughs> um and- <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a new hero's theme, right? Like Luke Skywalker's theme from the original trilogy. It's it's a classic hero's theme played on trumpets. Um, you know, the way it it, it it mimics a hero's journey in and of itself in its notes. Um, but this is something new. There's a, a determination in this piece, right? There's 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 this struggle built into Ray's theme. You know, as she's kind of reaching for something far beyond herself. Um, and, you know, here we go. We're, we're going to build up right now. Things kind of, you know, they were earnest there for a second, but it's in her earnestness that she becomes full. I always remember this. And again, I, I apologize for how much I'm referencing David W. Collins. Um, I, I swear I have an original thought somewhere. Um, but <laughs> I just remember as I listened to him back in the day on Star Wars Oxygen, breaking down this track as he as he was playing that particular section, he was talking through it. I was in tears. Just the reverence that he brought to this track that it deserves made me fall in love with it in such a profound way. And he talks about how like as it transitions from the strings into the horns, he goes, we're not out of the woods yet. I'll never forget him saying that, that Ray's journey starts in obscurity. We don't get it, but she's meant for something Royal. Right. And that's where the trumpets come in. They play her theme out the last time it's on these horns. Right. And, and we all know like in Western culture, trumpeteers are used to announce the entrance of a King or somebody Royal. And what's funny enough is Ray turns out in a weird way to be a descendant from Star Wars royalty, a Palpatine, right? Um, but and she then com- decides to assume the mantle of Force royalty. Exactly, and and I think that's what's so beautiful about her theme is 
it's this it's this particular piece of music that tells us that she's a hero because she struggles towards her sense of being whole, towards her sense of claiming her identity. And that's what makes Ray a hero for our times, right? Luke was the classic hero of of the the innocent good boy from the farm. You know, he's very Superman-esque in a way. But Ray is a hero for the 21st century. She's a character who comes from a very broken past, comes from a very destructive past, and yet struggles through all that garbage to claim who she wants to be. That's a hero we need today. And that's what John Williams gives us with her theme. And that's what makes her royalty. That's what makes her holy is her struggle to be whole, to her struggle to claim her sense of identity. And that's what this track is. And um, I'm not trying to upset anybody here, but I will always prefer Ray's theme to Luke's theme any day of the week. Um, I feel in her earnest struggle, my own earnest struggle into self-discovery. And that's what I love about this particular track. And that's why it will forever be my favorite track from the sequel trilogy. That's awesome. I, I'm glad that you have such a, a profound connection to it, Carl. Thank you. Uh, and, and that's, you know, part of what music is all about is feeling things. So, um, but <laughs> one, and this was something that was mentioned at the very beginning of the episode, Carl. Bring us full circle, Jason. <laughs> All right. Welcome to March of the Resistance. <laughs> uh, this should come as no surprise, ladies and gentlemen. My goodness, can John Williams write a march or what? <laughs> uh, dear Lord, I, I mean, it's one of—I it, think it's one of his favorite things to write is a march because he's written so many of them over his career, um, and this is, in my opinion, the best. Uh, I absolutely love love this uh, theme so much, and of course, I'm, I'm picking it from the Rise of Skywalker, or not the Rise of Skywalker. I'm sorry, I did that again. Uh, <laughs> Force Awakens, because uh, that's where we really get our, our, our really first full um, statement. Pure statement of this is from the Force Awakens, and it is absolutely terrific. It it it, it was the piece of music in the movie theater that made me sit up and go, "Ooh, this is good music. <laughs> this is good stuff," and it gets me excited and pumped up every time I hear it. I don't have. I mean, I, I've got a little bit of like analytical thought about it, but it honestly, most of this is just, it makes me feel excited and happy and energized. Um, it, like you said, Carl, at the beginning of the episode, it's a pump up piece of music, no doubt about it, but it is a, it is full of determination, uh, courage, a little bit of, uh, cocky bravado. Um, but all the while, there's still a struggle that goes on, and they are still going to pull together and hold together in order to make it at the end. Um, and that's that's kind of you know it, it's the the overall large scope 
of the resistance in the trilogy um and it it just every time it, it shows up in the subsequent movies i sit up straighter and get i lean forward you know when it when it comes in at the beginning of the last uh jedi you know during the the opening space battle when it shows up in the rise of skywalker as they're preparing to to leave to go to Exegol, uh, and we've got the whole montage of all the pilots getting together and getting ready to take off. Like I, I sit up and I pay attention and I, you know, lean forward in my chair. It, it, I'm a, I'm Pavlov's dog with this piece of music. I, I respond the same way every time I hear it, um, <laughs> and it's amazing. I absolutely love this piece of music, and it, it might be my favorite march in Star Wars. Period. Um, so it's, it's pretty darn good and it's going to be pretty high on my list when we do our top 20, Carl. So <laughs> love it. <laughs> it's so good. And I, it gets me excited every time I hear it. So whenever we get to play it on the podcast, you know, I'm conducting my little heart out, uh, <laughs> over here behind the microphone. So yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, not to take anything away from anything else, but this is this is the piece that just gets me excited. So, yeah, I love it. It's great. Obviously, I love yeah. that that our our episode was full circle itself. We start with it, this and we end with this. It, it was pretty funny. You, you mentioned it as your first honorable mention. I was like, well, we're gonna bookend this one. <laughs> <laughs> so. I knew it. I knew it'd be high on your list. I wasn't sure if it'd be number one, but I. I well, I'm not surprised that it was. Yeah. It's a great no. piece of music. It really is. And, and and like I said, folks, that this should be no surprise because I, I have this kind of response every time I hear it. So, um, but yeah, oh, it's so good. Anyways, enough about March of the Resistance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you have it. There, there are our top five uh, pieces of music from the sequel trilogy scores. Um but as always, we'd love to hear what your favorite pieces of music are. So that being said, for next week's poll, we want to ask all of you, what is your favorite piece of what is your favorite track from the sequel trilogy soundtracks? So of all, obviously, it's a lot harder to do when you have to just pick one. But what is your favorite track? And again, feel free to write in your top five, your top ten. Who cares? I mean, we're just going to count your top one, but write in as many as you want. Um, I always love to hear what other pieces of music are, are hitting other people. That's it, it. Star Wars music is my favorite language to speak in Star Wars. So <laughs> um, <laughs> feel free to to write in as many as you want for for that poll. Yeah, indeed, oh, it's it's so good, and that's going to be exciting. I can't wait to hear what people think. Um, um, also, you know, keep an eye on our social media for you know upcoming information about you know our Q and A episode coming in a couple weeks. So. Yes, you can respond to that. And in for anybody who who may be new to to the Wampas Lair for whatever you know for whatever reason this week, um, last week or maybe you stepped away for a bit. If you missed this last week, we at the end of our episode put on a great little radio, uh, audio short from Jason here. Jason wrote and produced this phenomenally fun uh, little. Uh, audio short uh playing out a scene between uh set uh, governor palpatine and minister plagueis from about f- what yeah. 10 years before phantom menace 10 to 15 years before yeah. phantom menace, somewhere so in there jason's voicing obviously palpatine good old sheev 
and had a friend come in to do the voice of uh, Minister Plagueis. Yes, just- uh, good. My good friend Adam Gold, um, who's you know in Los Angeles making movies. So, so yeah, <laughs> he was phen- you both phenomenal. And Jason, you wrote a fantastic script. Um, Thank you. So, and if, if for whatever reason you, you're you're back to the to the podcast because maybe you've been away for a bit. That's going to be on at the end of the, the the closing track from from this episode. So stick around to the end of the episode if, for whatever reason, you missed Jason's audio short called "The Power of Palpatine," because um, that will be tacked on to the end of this episode once again because it's just that good. Well, thank you, Carl. I do appreciate that. So, um, all right. Well, all that being said, Carl, if people want to weigh in on our poll for next week or anything else star wars related where can they do that well you can find us on twitter at wampas lair we're on facebook at wampas lair podcast and you can always send us an email at wampas lair podcast at gmail.com it's heading towards music may here in the wampas lair we're so excited about that uh anything else you got to say carl before we close this down now, Jason, I just I love talking Star Wars music with you, buddy, and 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 I am extremely excited to spend an entire month talking Star Wars music coming up in just a few short weeks. I also kind of hate you just a little bit because you're going to make me make a top twenty list with my favorite Star Wars pieces <laughs> of music. You're That's welcome. A hard list to make. <laughs> all right. Well, all that being said. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this episode of the Wampas Lair podcast. This is episode number 378, top five sequel trilogy tracks. For Carl, I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampas Lair. Mr. Plagueis, we are honored by your visit. That was a very fine speech you gave earlier. Thank you. You spoke quite a bit about the desires of your people. I do wonder, however, what are your desires, Governor? My desire is to pursue peace, security, and happiness for the people that I serve, Minister Plagueis. Indeed. Won't you step into my office, Minister? Guard, leave us. You have done well, my apprentice. Indeed, I have, Master. I have risen quite quickly through the local politics, and it is only a matter of time before they clamor for me to run for even higher offices. But the question remains, Sidious. 
Have you lost your focus? Are petty politics more important to you than the plans of the Sith? Is the dark side of the Force not allowing you to take what you want? What do you desire? What do I desire, Master? Power. That is what I desire. Power unrivaled. Power immeasurable. Unlimited power. The desire for power is nothing new in the annals of history. Many a petty despot desires power. Why should your desire be any different? Because no one else has had a desire more pure than I do. The desire for power has never burned fiercer in anyone before me or after me. It consumes me. I will be Chancellor, no, Emperor. I will rise in power until I am the most powerful being in the universe. You do not crave power as I do. You want control. Control over life. I want power over death. Losing power is the only thing I fear. Be wary of your ambitions, or your enemies will be able to take that power away before it is solidified into an unshakable foundation. I could take this office from you, if I so desired. <laughs> you need me and my ambitions to keep your little experiments hidden from nosy Jedi. You will not stop me. No one can stop me. Soon, you will no longer be in my way. To kill the master is the duty of the apprentice. To outwit the apprentice is the duty of the master. I am not dead yet, Palpatine. So do not believe you will succeed where all others have failed. Of course, master. But one day, when you least expect it, I will kill you. I will take your power from you and make it my own. Your control will be shattered with your body, and I will be the Dark Lord of the Sith. Now, if you will excuse me, Minister Plagueis, I have a meeting with the King, and I cannot keep him waiting. Thank you.